Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Today we are going to be reading some of your emails. We've been, we, Julie and I love the emails we get from you guys, especially the short ones. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a question, just ask it quick, and you'll get a response faster. The longer emails, sometimes they just sit in our email, and we get to it like two days later just because it takes a long time to read the email and figure out what the question is. Um, now, of course, if you have a long, gratuitous um, nice compliment for us. That can be pages long. We love those. But when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes, right, keep those coming. But when it comes to a specific question, if you guys just have any questions you want to email us, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Now remember, from your coaching clients, do not email Julie and I directly. You have a daily semi-private coaching call with a coach, and so make sure you ask all your real estate questions and how to use our proprietary copywritten uh, system on um, on your regular daily coaching session. And I think that's something that's worth drilling down on. We do have, as far as Premier Coaching, guys, it, it, there is a daily coaching session that all of you Premier Coaching members need to make sure you're attending. The folks who attend um, have a tendency to get the most out of the product the quickest and have a tendency to make the most money the fastest because they're obviously more deliberate in their approach to their success. So what we're going to be doing today is we have some emails we want to read to you. And um, yeah, then we're going to talk about it a little bit. And, and in the meantime, like I said, if you want to email us at any time, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. So Julie, I think the first email is from someone in Scotland. Yes, you got it. And let me just make sure I get the right one. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. So here we go. This is from Mr. Alan Ferguson. In Scotland, now that's not Scotland, South Carolina, that's the actual Scotland, as in the country. And Alan writes, hi Tim, I hope you're well. I'm a new agent in Glasgow, Scotland, and I take a lot of daily motivation from your show. One of the things I like the most are your more serious lessons for us. You mentioned some people get offended at them. Ignore them. Us new agents especially need someone telling us the harsh, bitter truths. I have been implementing your do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it philosophy, and it has been working. I feel myself becoming more attuned to these horrible and awkward tasks of calling up prospective leads, and while some of them can be very sour and disinterested, it does seem to be a numbers game. I'm also using the do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it for other things like exercise and diet. Please keep up the vicious truth as it keeps us rookies motivated. We need people to inspire us when we're trying to get started and our first listing sorted out. So far, I have sold one, and I'm in my fourth week. Nice job. Good. But now I have no yeah. listings, and so I'm prospecting like crazy and sometimes breaking into an irrational panic that I will fail, and other times getting annoyed and overly annoyed when someone is impolite. All symptoms I feel of breaking comfort zones, and I know that that will fade away when I plow on. <clears throat> I changed his word from if to when I plow on, just to help him out with that. Okay, one thing we do for prospecting here in the newish agency I'm with that is obsessed with your kind of proper prospecting is we also phone our private landlords and see if they want to sell anything. Getting some good leads this way. 
A lot of people in the UK seem to be selling off their portfolios right now. Not heard anyone in these podcasts and whatnot mention prospecting private landlords via Gumtree or the USA equivalent. You and Julie keep up the good work, and thanks for doing it. It is appreciated from Alan in Scotland. Thank you for that, Alan. Back to you, Tim. Yeah, that was great. And uh, by the way, I'm not sure how real estate works in Scotland, Alan, so why don't you drop me an email? I'm pretty sure you guys sell your real estate similar uh, similarly to the way they do it in the UK and that there is no centralized MOS so that every individual – well, I'm sure that's how you do it, matter of fact. I, I know that is how Scotland works. Per se either, do they? they don't have buyer's okay. agency. That's what I was just thinking of. Yeah, so in Scotland, basically, when you're interested in basically buying a property, you go to the individual broker who has it listed. Um, and what do they call them there, Julie? Estate agents, I believe. So they go to the no. estate agent that has the property listed, and there are no buyer's agencies – or no buyer's agents – um, so if you want to see a property that's for sale, you go to the listing agent, and the listing agent shows it to you, maybe some other properties in their individual brokerage. And if they, that brokerage doesn't have anything you're interested in as a buyer, then you move on to the next one. Um, so that, if you guys ever were to consider, if you think your business is hard, challenging, imagine what it would be like to live in an environment like that where there is no centralized database, where there is no buyer's agency, where there is no, um, you know, that's it. So the magic number formula Alan is especially relevant to you. We ranted on that yesterday with regards to determining what your magic number of listings is that you need to have at all times, and just drill down on that and focus on that. Um, so the other thing you mentioned is that you're calling uh, landlords, uh, people that have properties that obviously they're renting out. Call the folks that are uh, trying to rent out vacant properties first because you're going to get the most uh, legs with those folks versus someone who's confident and doesn't want to sell because they have a tenant in the property. But those are great sources of business. And then obviously you're going to have a lot of uh, properties. Now, again, no centralized MLS, so it'll be hard to know which properties were listed with another broker but didn't expire. And I am not uh, sure how the laws work with regards to agency and things like that. But I bet you without very much work, you could figure out what listings were with or were actively listed with a competing brokerage or even your own brokerage that no longer are, and are those legal in your country to solicit? If they are, those are what we call expired listings here in the United States. Go after them. You know, that's going to be a prime oh, opportunity for you. Yeah, definitely. Don't wait to, you know, the, the, what you're doing is great. It's a good place for you to sharpen your axe. Um, you know, I just had a picture of Mel Gibson with half his face painted blue because we're talking to a Scottish <laughs> guy right now, but I did. You know, go Braveheart style. I don't think they do that over there, there anymore, but Alan can sort that out for us. <laughs> I could be wrong. You don't think they do that in Scotland anymore? <laughs> I don't know. It's on our bucket list. We haven't been there to see for ourselves yet, but. No, I, I, I told Alan when I emailed him back. Listing, I, told, I told him to tell his Sorry. broker about us so that the broker will sponsor us. We can go over there and, you know, hey. speak to his office Sounds and good have think. a nice vacation in Scotland and Ireland and England, for that matter. Okay. All right, next one, please, Julie. Anything next you want to say to Mr. Alan about that one? Was well, there anything on that uh, one that you? Well, we appreciate him appreciating our straightforward approach because we do occasionally get emails that are less appreciative than him of us being so direct, you in particular. But um, it's, I am impressed at in how much particular. he's tuned in and focused and motivated. So, yeah, keep up the good Me work. Me in particular? What does that mean? Oh, you heard that. People you don't that. comment, People don't comment negatively on <laughs> <laughs> Now I'll get a flood of them. You watch. You watch. <laughs> okay, so from – Mr. Larry Hernandez, who is in Texas, here in the U.S., uh, Larry writes, Tim, 
I need your advice. I need to know if I should switch my lead generation to expireds and unrepresented sellers, otherwise known as for sale by owners, etc. Here's a quick history. I'm 59 years old and I, I'm a stay-at-home dad with two handicapped children. My wife has a good job and supports her family. I have been an agent for over 18 years, but really have not done that much. I believe that I have less than 25 total sales. My time is very limited, but I have about three to four hours during the day and have the weekend I like to spend doing some real estate activities. Uh, currently, I am one month into using a referral pro program and just want to know, in your opinion, do I need to stay where I am or do I learn all I can about expireds and for sale by owners and go after the referral program? As you guess, I don't have a lot of money and I don't think I can afford a coach at this time, but I can talk on the phone and set up my appointments in the evening or weekends when my wife is home. I believe I need to specialize in listings, but not sure. Uh, if the other program will put me into that area or if I need to try Red X or something like that. Your time and response is most greatly appreciated. Um, and I, I think really Larry is talking about what spokes to focus on with limited he time like in the questions. day and lots of responsibilities. Yeah, but, he, Go ahead. but he had four questions in there, and I don't even think he knew it, right? I mean, that, he's obviously confused, and he's lacking focus, and a lot of you guys feel the same way. So um, if I were coaching you personally, and actually, Julie, if you were coaching him mm -hmm. personally, given what he said, what would you tell him to do? And then I'll give you, and my advice will probably align with yours, but it might not. Sure. Well, the first thing I would focus on is he's talking about like a by referral only type program. And, you know, that's all good. And we coach that. We have a 12 month um, past client center of influence prospecting um, discussion and coaching calls in Premier Coaching. So absolutely we believe in that. But that needs to be every agent's core foundational spoke that kind of happens in the background. That's one of the things that you can sort of set and forget between your calls and your um, automated, automated communication. The issue with making that your prevailing spoke is that it takes too long. It's not predictable. Let's say you've got a 200-person database. You can't look at anybody on that list, probably, and tell me that they're going to buy or sell with you in the next 30 days or less. You actually have to talk to all 200 of them very consistently to make sure you're the one that they think of when it's time to buy or sell. And that's all good. We're not against that. The issue is that it, again, takes too long um, to become Julie, a really subtle. strong spoke. So well, what on. do we do instead just, uh, in addition to? Drill down. Drill down on the thing that Julie just said, listeners. The problem with just focusing on centers of influence and past clients, and let's say if you have a list of 200 people, you don't know which of those 200 people are going to you – know, none of them are hypothetically you're, – you're going to believe that 10% you know, of those people are going to want to buy or sell every year, and then it's your goal to pester them and so that, that there's 20 people out of 200 buy or sell with you. That's the right. belief, Right. But the reality of this, the, uh, the statistics very, very rarely work out like that. And but we still suggest you have the centers of influence. We still suggest you have centers of influence and past clients as one of your spokes. It's the easiest spoke to do. There's virtually no rejection with it, and all the rest of it. But here is the problem: you cannot predict when the business will come in because you do not know which of those 200 people will be wanting to buy or sell. So you can have a few deals here and there, but you cannot form a business like that. That's the reason. So, Julie, your advice was centers of influence and past clients. Is that well, are, you, so yes, are you going to rest your case? Implement that. Yes. Well, I'm, I, my continued case is this. No, yes, no, you can't have continued. You, you, no, 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 sister. You have one. You okay. gave it. That was it. You're moving on. All right. Well, okay. then back to you. 
Okay. Well, we had one exa- We had one thing that we were going to tell them, and you said centers of influence past clients, which I do agree. Um, and for all the reasons that you stated, everyone can do it. I would suggest that he goes after expired listings. And the reason I will suggest he goes after expired listings is the reason I'm sure you agree too, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. My and favorite I, spoke of all time, actually. Yes. That's what Julie and I, by the way, that's what we focused on when we sold real estate primarily, because the expired listings are wonderful. They know what the house won't sell for because they already had it for sale. You know that they're going to pay a commission. You know that they're willing to list it with a real estate agent. You can get their phone numbers most times. You just know everything about the house. You know the days in the market. You know all kinds of information about it. And so that seller, when you solicit them, oh my gosh, solicit, yes, when you solicit them using our scripts, you're going to find that all the, the objections you normally would get from approaching a for sale by owner, unrepresented owner, you're not going to get those same issues with an expired. Not saying don't solicit FISBOs as well, but just generally speaking with expired, you're going to have more traction quicker. Um, so if yep. I were coaching you, I would definitely do what Julie said first, but she said the first thing she said when she was describing this spoke was really important. It's a passive spoke. It's not a spoke you can count on. It's a happy, hopefully you'll get some here and there from it spoke. You can drop off all the pumpkin pies at my house that you want, Mr. Realtor, but if I am not interested in buying or selling real estate, I'm just going to give them to what am I going to give them to? Our cows. I mean, that's what's going to happen. I mean, we're not going to have you – know, that's the thing with these past client centers of influence things is that there, there's a lot of futility versus learning how to be really good at calling an expired and talking to them about why the house didn't sell, getting the appointment, listing the property. Those are the two things that we would focus on. Um, yeah, and those two spokes, by the way, if you just did those spokes really well, and you can easily do those from your house. You can easily do those around your limited schedule. You can easily do those things. Um, you know, you, you could set appointments every single day. Very efficient. Very efficient. We have – look, I've had – personally, I've had coaching clients who would hire you know, me to, or Julie to help them learn how to uh, you know, become really good at expireds, and they'll um, – They'll, they're part-time, and they have really great paying jobs. We've had folks that were uh, looking for a plan B once they retired, uh, looking for uh, another source of income because their kids had left home and they have time, but they didn't want to quit their primary jobs. But they knew from listening to the podcast that expires were a good opportunity, so they would hire us to help them learn how to do that. And learning the expired process, the hardest part is convincing yourself to pick up the phone. Or, or knock on the door. And once you do that, the system that we have in place as part, as part of Premier Coaching pretty much does most of the heavy lifting for you. So all the objections, the reason that you guys are resisting at all when you do about becoming listing agents is because you live in fear and panic of being asked questions you don't know the answers to. I mean, Julie, would you say that's true? W- wouldn't that be primarily yeah. the reason why they just don't know how to compete, right? I think they have fear of rejection, they have fear of conflict, and they have fear of objections, which are basically the same bucket of fear. Um, but I think what you said is really, really important that they digest that. Even though all those things are true about being fearful of certain stuff until you learn to deal with it, indeed the hardest thing of all, harder than even feeling that fear and pushing through and learning your scripts, is just getting yourself to do it in the first place. Whether you're door knocking or on the phone, that's harder than all the rest, so that tells you it's not that bad. Uh, it's always interesting, once they do get that victory, that very first expired that lists with them, especially if it's one that's relatively easy, because many of them are pretty easy. The ones that are most motivated are. are very easy. 
And, and yep. even for sale by owners, you know, a lot of for sale by owners, I mean, we asked the question in the script, how long have you given yourself to do it by yourself versus going the traditional route? So, so many of them will say two weekends, two open houses, then we give up. Okay. And so once they have that first victory, they become addicted. It's really cool. I love to see that. But I feel the frustration for those of our listeners that are taking too long to get there. Right. I mean, so it, which really, again, listen to what she just said. Once you have your first victory, it becomes addictive because you'll realize that all the head junk you had had in your head about doing the heavy lifting, you'll realize what a farce it was and how it was just absolute ridiculousness. The disadvantage that 99.9% .9 of you have when you get your real estate licenses, you don't realize that really what you're doing is you're going to have to learn how to be a salesperson and you're going to have to learn how to run a small business. Nobody tells you that. And, um, you know, the harder, between the, the harder thing between the two of those things for most of you is learning how to become a salesperson because you don't – and it starts with the very thought that I am a salesperson. And you have, most of you, have bullshit in your head about being a salesperson. You think there's something wrong with it. I am a salesperson. Julie is a salesperson. Anybody who's ever been great at anything, and I do not, it does not matter what industry they're in, what profession or how many degrees or just doesn't matter. They're great salespeople or they wouldn't be great at what they did. A great doctor is a great salesperson. A great dentist is a great salesperson. You know, I had my teeth cleaned recently. You know, the, the gal who cleans the teeth comes in, and it's a whole sales process. You know, the x-rays got taken, the dentist comes in, the dentist says, well, we see this little thing happening here, and maybe you need to do this crown thing in the you know, next year or so, and it's going to cost you a couple. She's selling. That's all she's doing. <laughs> she's just trying to sell me into it. You know, guys, that's anybody who's great at anything sees themselves primarily as a salesperson. When you run into somebody who's a professional, who considers themselves a professional, even with all their degrees, but they're not making any money, it's because they don't see themselves primarily as a salesperson. Where they're confused is, is they think being a salesperson is somehow beneath them. Their egos have clouded them from the fact that what a salesperson does and what you, all of you have to accept your mission on this planet as a real estate professional is to do is to be a problem solver. That's all you're doing. That's what a salesperson does. A salesperson is a problem solver. That's it. It's not complicated. And what we've done with the Premier Coaching, with the pre-listing pack, with the scripts, with everything, is we have intentionally made the process of you helping other people, helping people solve their problems easier. Julie, we don't talk enough about the pre-listing pack, but the pre-listing pack is something you get part of Premier Coaching. And it is, um, as, what is it, Julie, 18 pages? I think I that's right. Remember. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it answers, it over, you give this to them before you go on the listing appointment. And the pre-listing pack answers all the questions that they would normally have or that you live in fear of them asking. Why should I list it with you? What is your marketing plan? Will you cut your commission? How long is my listing term? What if I'm not happy with the job you're going to do when my house is listed? How are you going to communicate with me while my house is listed? All the personal – just everything you could possibly imagine a seller would ever ask you in your coldest of night sweats when you're trying to convince yourself not to chase sellers – so you're just going to convince yourself they're going to ask questions and you're just going to be petrified with fear. We have resolved all those questions for you, answered them all for you to hand to the seller prior to you going on the listing appointment. When you, and this is especially for those of you who are already in Premier Coaching, 
follow the listing process. Don't deviate. After you set the appointment, after you, after you set the appointment, after you set the appointment, then you pre-qualify. After you pre-qualify, then you send the pre-listing pack. After you send the pre-listing pack, you uh, follow up with a call. And during that call, you confirm the appointment, and then you essentially just basically make sure they've read the pre-listing pack. Then you go on the listing appointment. The whole listing process, once you get to the person's house, is going to take you maybe 15 to 20 minutes if you follow the Sharpie close, if you use the recorder, if you do everything we ask you to do during the listing presentation, and you sent a pre-listing pack ahead of time. Even if you're competing, you're going to win. Why? If You could be terrible at everything we just asked you to do. You enroll today. You get everything set up. You're going to go on your first listing appointment next weekend. You're so excited. You're so nervous. You trip over your words. You get the pre-listing pack delivered to them, and that by itself will probably get you the listing because none of the, none of the other listing agents will have had anything like that. I don't care if you're competing against somebody who you think is the best listing agent ever. You'll be stunned, astonished how unprofessional most agents are and how much they take sellers for granted. Sellers do not like being taken for granted. Nobody does. And if they're expired, here's the cool thing, going back to his question. If they're expired, chances are the first listing agent, assuming it's only expired once, was their friend, was a family member, was someone that they chose from their centers of influence and past clients. So that your number one competitor is taken out of the marketplace as far as competing with you. And if it's not that person, then it probably was whoever they thought was the most successful agent in their particular marketplace. That person failed. So your two usually biggest competitors are no longer even on the radar. And here's another thing that's magical about calling expires. Today is the 1st of November. I know a lot of you listen to our stuff in replay. Don't be turned off that you're listening to a recording. Who cares? The information is still relevant. But it's 1st of November. How many of you actually did what we asked you to do yesterday and looked in your MLS to see how many expires there were yesterday and then today and, vers- and, by the way, for the entire year? How many of you actually did that? Guys getting more points here. And here's the really cool thing. Expired leads cost you nothing. Now, you can use the service to go and find phone numbers and, you know, lead senders. And, I mean, there's a whole bunch of them we talk about in Premier Coaching. There's like four of them that are really good at finding you guys. Uh, they'll literally go in, search for all the new expireds. They'll go in and they'll find, uh, like Mojo Sells is another one. They'll find phone numbers for you. If you choose to, you can have them basically operate as an auto-dialer, too. So all you got to do is stand in front of your computer and hit start, basically. And the thing will start dialing the phone numbers for you. And you just have to sit there and wait for someone to answer. That's basically it. It's a simple, the whole simple system is, is perfect. And then once you actually go through the process, get an answer, use our script, set the appointment, pre-qualify, send the pre-listing pack, and go through the rest of the thing. Guys, it's like working at the post office back when there was a post office. It's essentially just an assembly line. If anything, what you're going to discover after following our process, and if you just get okay at it, is you're going to get bored with it because there's no challenges. It's not this big, romantic, creative thing that you thought it was going to be, but you're going to be making the money because you're going to be helping other people solve their problems. And I have another thought for you, those of you who are resisting uh, resisting considering yourselves salespeople. Aside from your ego, aside from the fact that you didn't realize that the richest, most successful people in the history of history have always been salespeople, what are the other reasons that you are resistant to calling yourself a salesperson or seeing yourself in that way? Why is it you guys use all these other words other than salesperson? Why? 
What is it about that word that re, that okay? Let's we can deep dive into that and Dr. Phil that to the cows come home. But let's pivot. Let me ask you this question. What if you no longer resisted that word? What if you instead of resisting it, what if you decided to embrace it? What if you decided, you know what? That's right. I am a salesperson. Here's what happens. You listening listeners? Are you really listening? Here's what happens. When you decide you're going to be a salesperson, you must decide you're going to be a great salesperson because here's a, a law of nature. Everything – oh, let me reframe it. If you don't have the quality of life, if you don't have the money in the bank, if you have not had the life experiences, if you don't have the relationships, if you don't have the health, if you don't – all the things you want in life, if you're not experiencing those things, if you don't have the car, the house, the clothes, the watch, the jewelry – if your kids aren't going to the schools you wanted them to go to, if you're not eating at the restaurants you want to, if all those things, if you're essentially living a life of, you know, good enough. Compromise? Here's, yeah, compromise. Here's the reason why. It's because you have yet to embrace the simple fact that the more people you help accomplish their goals, the more of your goals you will accomplish. And you guys should all write that shit down because it's so true. The more folks you help accomplish their goals, or you can even say the more people you help solve their problems, that's not perfect English, but who cares, the more of your own life experiences you'll, be, you'll have earned. If you're living a life of compromise, thank you, my dear, it's because you basically have been compromising your ability to be of service to other people. Any thoughts, Julie? Well, I mean – I've had many, many coaching clients, and I think podcast listeners too, future coaching clients, who have had just such an aha moment, a light bulb over their head when they really embrace and implement the thought that they're here to be of service versus making it all about how everything makes them feel all the time. And in fact, I've had several sessions in Premier Coaching where agents have come to the call basically confessing that maybe I'm using that word because I just got out of Zoe's All Saints Day Mass. I don't know. But the agent confessional, right, that, that uh, goes like this. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I've gathered my scripts. I've listened to all of the podcasts. I've listened to the coaching calls and premiere. But I just can't make myself do it. And really, it doesn't outwardly seem like an expression of ego, but you really are making it all about yourself when you do that. How is it going to make you feel? You don't want to feel rejection. You don't want to have to learn your objection handlers. How about being of service and just finding out how you can help somebody? And if they don't need your help right now, that's okay. It's not really about you. They just don't need your help right now. And those uh, listen, <clears throat> excuse me, listeners and coaching clients who get that light bulb over their head, that aha moment, after they actually implement that thought, it's like the world opens up to them. It's so different talking to them after they just, you know, they always, once, now this doesn't happen to the ones that are still stuck getting ready to get started to someday possibly feel like maybe considering doing what they don't feel like doing. But for the ones that actually push through that, it's always the same. They're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I, I actually not just talked to that for sale by owner, but I listed them and they were so nice to me. It's like you guys have this built up that it's so shocking for somebody to actually say, yes, I do need your help. Thanks for calling me. It's, it's just it's interesting to listen to as a coach, and I, I hope that everyone listening just, you know, dip your foot into that deep end and say, you know what, what if I tried that 
uh, philosophy, that mindset of being of service. I wonder what would happen if I changed to that mindset. Try it out. Well, but Julie, drill down. But Jules, listen, yeah. drill down on that because that's the essence of who we are as humans. That's guys. That's what makes us. That's what makes True. all of us special. At least that's if you choose to allow it to make that special within you, it really will trans. You will go to the next level. Julie said like three or four things. I wonder how many of you guys were actually understanding what she was saying. It's not about you. Okay, when you're a great salesperson, the reason that you learn your scripts and your objection handlers, the reason you learn how to help people overcome, you know, the challenges that they have, the reason that you learn how to help people uh, solve people's problems is because it's not about you. Think of it this way. If you are a Navy SEAL paramedic, or I guess, well, if you are a paramedic, let's just keep it simpler. When you're learning all those life-saving procedures, sure, you're doing it for, you know, you want, to, you want the job, you want the paycheck, you want the rest of it, but you're doing it because you want to know how to save somebody's life if you have to know how to do it, right? Isn't that the reason you do those types of things if you're a medical professional? But when you get into real estate, we have – real estate seems to attract, I think, good people who a lot of them go bad because the industry, a lot of it, of what's being taught – training, education, coaching is corrupt because what it does is it doesn't force you guys to confront your egos. It doesn't force you guys to realize that this business, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about the customer. It's about, it's about how you can be of service to other people. And if you say, like that paramedic, I'm going to learn how to do these procedures the best I can so that I can save as many lives as I can. So if I'm ever in a situation where I have to know how to do this procedure. I can actually save somebody's life. I'm going to learn the crap out of it. How many of you guys do that? None of you. You don't. You don't drill down like that. Why? Everybody who considers themselves a professional has to drill down like that, except real estate people. It's ego. I'll do it myself. I have enough talent. I will string together my own plan. I will go to a thousand Facebook groups. I'm going to get ready to get started. I'm going to think about it forever. I'm going to do this starting next year. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Do you think that's the reason why you're living a mediocre life of compromise? Because you haven't, like that paramedic or like virtually anyone else who's a real professional, you haven't really decided to commit to being of service to people by mastering the craft of being a salesperson? This is an epiphany. This is a breakthrough. This is an aha moment. Whatever little new agey term you guys want to use, it does not matter. But once you get it, it will change your life. We, as humans, our highest and truest purpose on this planet is being of service to other people. In your job as a salesperson selling real estate, that means you have to be able to help people sell real estate. You have to alleviate their stress. You have to solve their problems. You, cannot, you did not get into this business with enough skill or intellect to know how to do that on your own unless, I mean, there's probably one of a million of you that are an exception. The rest of you, you have to learn it. Why do you think you don't have to learn it? Why do you think for some reason that you're good enough to basically earn the level of success that you feel like you're entitled to? You're not, and neither was I when Julie and I got in the business. And we still sold in our early 20s over 100 houses our first year in the business, but we were unbelievably voracious learners and we worked all we worked obviously we worked all the time you know we were in our early 20s we had nothing to lose and we were successful at it and we've essentially ridden on past him and julie's success for two decades now guys listen you can do this too it's not difficult 
we read you guys two emails. We received dozens of emails every single week. The essence, the answer, the heart of every single response we'll ever send you guys and all of your emails, you, you ask us the practical and you ask us the tactical, but the practical and tactical is easy. It's part of Premier Coaching. If you want to learn more about that, just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. But Premier Coaching is the backbone for, for everything you're going to want to accomplish in your real estate career. You know it is. You wouldn't be listening to our show. But why is it that you don't take – why is it that you are like, I know I need to join coaching. I'm just not – I'm going to do it next year. Why? Why are you waiting? doesn't make sense, does it, number one. And number two, when you join Premier Coaching, don't get ready to get started anymore. We've made it as simple as possible. There are step-by-step plans, 90-day massive action plan. There's a survival plan. There's specific things that you need to be doing immediately. Don't just join coaching and say, whoo, I did that. You haven't done shit yet. You're, the work just starts after you join Premier Coaching, and do not give yourself a long runway to actually start getting the most from the product, from our coaching program. Expect results within 30 days by doing what we ask you to do, and you'll see results within 30 days when you do what we ask you to do, and it's not complicated. Some of it will make you uncomfortable. Good. It won't make you uncomfortable forever. It'll only make you uncomfortable temporarily, and then it's no longer going to be a challenge anymore. But don't wait, guys, please. It goes back to the simple question. When Julie and I do live events, it's always, you know, people raise their hands and, you know, I, they're a little bit overweight and they're always talking about, I'm, you know, 63 and I don't have enough money saved for retirement and I, you know, I have a bunch of debt from the last recession. And, okay, why have all those things happened to you? They just didn't happen in the last 10 minutes. That's the accumulation of you avoiding, of, of you wanting to be comfortable. That's the accumulation. What I'm seeing when I'm seeing you, what you're seeing when you look in the mirror, is the accumulation of a lot of procrastination. That's the accumulation of not wanting to do what you didn't want to do when you didn't want to do it at the highest level. Those of you who are listening that are young, don't make that mistake. Those of you who are listening where I'm speaking at you because that is you, there's still time for you to turn this around. Just set your own bullshit aside, and you know what we're saying is true. Intuitively, you know what we're saying is true. Stop embracing this whole, I just want to be comfortable, Tim. No, you don't. You want to live. You want to accomplish things. You want to, you want to be a purpose to other people. You want to contribute to other people's lives. You want to solve it. You don't look. You can go shopping and go to Vegas and do whatever the hell else you do, but it doesn't feel as good as being able to help somebody or a bunch of somebody solve their problems, does it? The profound impact on your life, come, it, the way you change your life, the way you change how your very DNA it works is when you embrace the fact that your highest and truest purpose in this planet is being of service to other people does not matter what you do. And I know we have a fair number of people that aren't even in real estate that listen to us. And thank you for listening to us. I appreciate that. But it doesn't matter what business you're in. I don't care if you're working at the post office. It doesn't matter if you're selling cars. It doesn't matter if you're delivering flowers. You've got to make sure that whatever you do, you do with the intent of making the person you're supposed to be of service to's life better. Because when you do that, you actually spark something inside of you that wants more of that feeling. What that feeling manifests is, is a, literally it's in your DNA. You're going to say, I want more of that, please. I want more of that feeling. And then that's going to force you to basically get better. Then you're going to start confronting, why don't I consider myself a salesperson? Why is it that I believe salespeople are this way or that way or the other way? Shitty salespeople are shitty. Don't be a shitty salesperson. Learn how to be a good one. 
Learn how to say things that are going to help people overcome their problems. That's what the Premier Coaching Program is all about. So, look, guys, we love your emails. Hopefully we're helping you. I think we are. You know, we have 35,000 of you listen on one day on Monday, so hopefully we're making an impact that's going to have an uh, everlasting effect on our industry. If you need us for anything, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. So the topic of today's show was, what is holding you back? Why don't you have some guts and email me or Julie and tell us what's holding you back? Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank you.